0: Join me, Chelsea Urson, on season three of my podcast, Dear Young Rocker. Tune in to hear some of my favorite musicians tell stories from their awkward musical beginnings, reconnect with the teenager they used to be, and remember what it's like to fall in love with your favorite band for the first time. Listen to Dear Young Rocker season three on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know the scene, standing in the school hallway facing your locker. You're pushed from behind, you turn and you see them. It's like every movie where you ever see someone picking on another kid and they knock the books out from under you. Except it's not a movie. It's real. And it's not at your locker. It's on Instagram. It's on text message or Twitter. It's from someone in another country who randomly started following you. In seventh grade, some private school girls, Regina Georged me.
1: I was 13, and a trumpet player in my school band my never stopped giving me uh, so
2: You're,
0: You're going through life, and it's tough. But what's going to happen to you? How do you get through it? Does anyone even understand? I wish someone could tell me what to do. Hi, I'm Samantha Logan, and this is We Got You, a podcast for kids whose hard questions are answered by the older teenage kids who have already been through it. Bully, it's a term that takes all sorts of shapes now. And with Halloween around the corner, it can be pretty scary. Whether you have been bullied or only witnessed it, it exists in every school. It exists on the school bus and even sometimes amongst friends. My guests today are twins who went to two different schools and experienced bullying in two different ways. They wanted to remain anonymous due to the nature of events. Let's hear their stories.
2: I'm 13. I am 13 years old, and And I'm from from Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New New York.
1: It was my first year of middle school, and I was leaving all of my friends behind. So naturally, I started branching out and trying to meet new people, make new friends.
2: I went to a school, and it was just a very competitive and unwelcoming culture.
1: So I was on the yellow school bus which is what I took to school. And I met this girl, and we became, like, friends. So it sort of worked out perfectly. We became a friend group. And one day, I decided that I wanted to wear, like, a pair of jeans and, like, a shirt that was fancier than what I usually wore. And I went on the bus that morning, and I saw that girl and my other friend whispering about me. And I was... Very confused. They were whispering at me and then looking directly at me, so I knew they were talking about me. And I was wondering why, why, why?
2: Unfortunately, our city's gifted and talented school system is not very diverse. this school wasn't diverse either. There were very few African American students. And although the staff for the most part, were very outspoken on social justice issues, most of the students weren't. So the bully was a kid who had lots of friends and he was openly racist. He would frequently do racist impersonations and use racial slurs and nobody spoke out. And I really wanted to speak out against his injustice, but I was kind of insecure about myself and I was a bit of a social outcast. So. Um, I was worried about him and his friends retaliating. So I didn't and it just ate away at me how nobody spoke out and how he was doing this stuff and how I wasn't speaking out.
1: So I asked um this girl, why are you whispering about me? And she was like, Well, I just don't really like your outfit. I mean you're just it's you're just trying to be popular and it's not cool. I was like sort of appalled. She was just judging me. She also said some other really hurtful stuff that really started making me like question what I wore. And she really didn't make me feel good. It, it, it hurt my feelings to have someone criticize me that way. After that, I was like, okay, maybe it was just like one day. But the next day and the next and the next. She kept bringing up things. I didn't understand why she would do that. When she was saying all of these mean things, it really made me feel ashamed and embarrassed of like what I was wearing and sort of it made me feel really uncomfortable with myself. She was judging me based on that. And I just, I felt put me down because she was basically just saying like you shouldn't express yourself for like who you are. That hurt and that, that that made me sad and I got really fed up with it. So I started putting some distance between us because she was being really, really mean and I was sort of hurting my self-confidence.
2: She was bullying me. I was worried that like anybody could turn against me if I spoke out. He wasn't just like a racist kid. He was like a generic bully type. During recess, he'd be very exclusive and he'd take people's balls that they were playing with and throw them away from them. And just overall was not a nice person throughout all of my seventh grade year until it all came to a head towards the end on a bus ride where he threw popcorn and an apple at me. And he continued to use many racial slurs. When we got off the bus ride, he shoved me towards a garbage can and stormed off. And I just had it. He had been such a mean and racist person, and it bothered me so much. And when I got home, my parents could instantly tell something was wrong. And I talked to them. At first, I didn't mention the racism part of it. I just mentioned that, oh, he was a bully. I didn't say the racism stuff because I knew that their natural instinct would be to just tell on him and then he'd get mad at me and him and his many friends would retaliate, which I didn't want. But then as I was started telling about how he was bullying me and other kids, all of a sudden it just came pouring out of me. I told them about how he was racist I started to cry because it was just so upsetting to me. And I remember saying, how could a human being do this? Because I really didn't understand how someone would have it in them to be such a mean and prejudiced person. My parents did tell on him and I was worried, but we know that he was definitely punished.
1: and even though she was so mean and she hurt my feelings and damaged my self-confidence I felt bad so even though she did so many mean things and was so unaccepting and judgmental and just horrible to me and so many of my friends I still have the kind of sympathy that I would never want someone to feel that insecure that they would have to Feel like they had to take down everyone else. In the end, it really just made me learn that I don't need to listen to what anyone else says about me or what anyone else thinks about me, because I am who I am and I love who I am and no one else is gonna make me change that because when I look into myself, I was just being exactly who I wanted to be.
2: I learned from this experience that even if there's going to be a negative outcome of something, always speak out for what's right. Don't keep stuck to yourself because that's really not a healthy thing to do.
1: I stood up for myself and I started accepting myself and I didn't let her judge me or force her criticism to change me. I sort of built up a barrier of strength and confidence. Even though she was so condescending, it sort of made me rise above her level of criticism and see myself through new lenses because I,
2: I overcame that. I would tell my younger self to tell my parents everything that he did earlier, to tell on him earlier, because everything would work out. Standing up for your like, core beliefs is more important than winning the praise of some kid that you'll never see again after like the year is over. Making a positive change in the world is much, much better than giving up on it. If I never did anything, I think I would really forever like, remember that and it would really bother me. I think all my fear was pretty much unmerited.
1: In the end, I got through it and it made me stronger and a better person. I realized how the world can be shallow and judgmental, but your friends, your true friends, and your own heart will never betray you. And they will just love you, support you, and accept you
0: for the way you are. Thank you guys for sharing what happened to you. I mean, it's pretty cool that you both came out of those stories the way that you did. So now is the part of the show where we take questions from you out there. We asked kids to age 9 through 13 around the country through various networks to submit, and we had lots of responses. If you would like to submit a question for future episodes, DM us on our Instagram account, WeGotYouShow. Today's audience submitted questions are about bullying for our panel of experts, the two twins who still wish to remain anonymous. Our first question... Social media can make you go from 60 to zero in two seconds based on what someone posts about you. How can you not let this type of bullying affect you?
3: You should acknowledge that there are other things out there than social media, because as, as we become more and more focused on, on on like electronics, we honestly forget how to interact um, in person. I mean, especially... With COVID, it's going to be strange when we start seeing each other in person again. So things that people say to you on social media, it's they are judging you, but they don't know you. Becoming stronger than that is just even more empowering because you're staying true
2: to yourself. Social media, like often people say stuff there because it's like seems like the norm to cyber bully or just to seem cool online or because they don't feel good about themselves and I know that it sounds really generic and you may hear that from a lot of people but it really is and no matter what you're like oh yeah it seems like they're so having a great time they may truly have some problems that are really hard to see and that also like you know that you're a good person.
0: So do you feel like you helped one another through your bullying experiences and did you talk to each other about that?
2: Um, yeah, I remember when my sister came home one day, and, like, from the beginning of the year, she was, like, talking about, oh, there's this girl, and she seems nice, but also a bit bossy, and, like, I remember, like, telling her to be careful, um, and then I remember, like, a few months later, her, like, coming home with this and showing me these texts. I just told her, this is just not true, and she honestly seems insecure and jealous. And I just tried to help my sister through that. And when I came home and cried about the racist kid, she supported me. When you were going through
3: that, you weren't so open about it. As your sibling, I know that, like, you sometimes don't want to share things because situations can feel, I don't know, sometimes they can feel embarrassing. But I knew something was wrong, so... I kept talking to you and you told me and I was able to support you and help you get through it. So whether you want to tell like your your friend or your parents, you don't need to hold it in because there are people, people just want to help you and really just as siblings, but also in a way as as friends and just as people who know each other well and love each other, we were able to connect and let the other person in and let them help us and navigate these difficult situations. Also, sometimes it's better to turn to an outside source, like a guidance counselor. Like sometimes for situations, I didn't want to involve my parents or I didn't want to let them know about it because it was related to school and maybe they wouldn't understand. So it was better to turn to like a guidance counselor, a trusted teacher or adult, um, that can really help you figure it out.
0: Our final question, how can I not let bullying affect my self-esteem?
2: So one, talk to someone about it, like just find someone who you trust to talk about it. And also know that if they're actually taking the time to try to put you down, Then they're the ones who are in the wrong, that's not a good trait. Whereas you, just not being a bully, is so much more than them. So you are so much more than them already. Bullies, they tend to like make up lies or just say things
3: to really get you. They look for your weaknesses and then target them. It's not even something they see. It's something that they... Sense that you yourself are insecure about, but by talking to people, they'll tell you that the other person is wrong and that you should not be insecure because, like, the people who are friends with you know you and want to be with you because you are you, honestly, and you have to keep that in mind and not let anyone else tell you differently you can hear how much people around you love you and like f- f- like love you just for exactly who you are
0: do you guys think that you do that for each other
3: my my brother he he knows me so well he's seen me on good times and bad times because of our like connection and love for each other he really helps me turn my flaws and my weaknesses into my strengths and helps me grow from my mistakes so it's it's raised my self-esteem I mean little little things like little compliments little just gestures really have meant more to me than I can even like honestly know and really have made me into who I am into um into just a more like brave outgoing person who will try new things and is and is proud of myself when I do something wild. Yeah,
2: and I think that my sister has always been there for me, and, like, I remember, like, when I was, like, really young, some people were not being very nice to me at the park, and, like, she got in the way, and she's like, don't you dare talk that way to my brother. And just, like, that kind of, like, way of acting, like, she's always, like, when she sees him down... She's, like, gonna, like, come and be like, hey, are you okay? What's wrong? Is there anything I can do? And I just think she's been so supportive and awesome.
0: Okay, so I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to We Got You. We Got You is a podcast that gives a voice to every kid out there who doesn't have anyone to go to for advice who might be scared to ask their friends, older siblings, or parents for help. We're here for you. And remember that right now is just a tiny part of your life and you will get through it. Next week's episode is not to be missed. It's election day. We will be speaking to Walker, a 15-year-old who experienced racism. If you want a chance to have your questions answered or appear on our show, submit your questions via DM on our Instagram at We Got You Show or visit us at wegotyoushow.com. If you need to speak with someone about bullying or cyberbullying, Stop Bullying Now is a hotline. You can call for help 24-7. Dial 800-273-8255. We Got You is sponsored by a grant from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting with special thanks to PRX and Tracks for Support. Production assistant is Carolina Garrigo. Theme music by Dima. Original composition by Dimitri Libman, Ollie Chang, and Guy Brown. Music edit, sound design, and mix by Rob Ballingle. Dialogue edit by Michelle Medias. And music supervision by Justin Morris. We Got You is created, written, and produced by Hallie Petro and Brandon Leganki in association with Sonic Union NYC. Till next time, this is Samantha Logan. Happy Halloween, and please stay safe out there, you guys. We got you. Support for TRAX comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. This is TRAX from PRX.